2: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
3: Hello and welcome to What Culture Wrestler and myself, Andrew Pollard. And as you can see today, there's a very, very special guest joining us. A two-time Impact World Champion, a two-time Tag Team Champion, a former X-Division Champion, the walking weapon, please. Josh Alexander, thank you for joining us, Josh. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm doing well, man. We get to talk Impact Wrestling. It's great.
3: Yeah, it's uh, Impact Wrestling. Killing it over these these last few years. It's, uh, it's kind of that thing of that promotion where like you're constantly telling people, like this is this is absolutely knocking it out of the park. The guys, the girls, the tag teams... All over the place. Uh, it's Of course, we've got Bound for Glory coming up Saturday, October the 21st. After that, you kind of, I guess, immediately go onto the UK tour, four dates on the 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th over here, Glasgow, Newcastle, and two dates in Coventry. Uh, are you looking forward to returning to the UK? I think the last time was, what, back in February of this year, but then not not since 2018.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I came in February. I came with that impact world championship, I defended it over there and just being able to get in front of those fans in Manchester for Sovereign pro, you know, I, I did a meet and greet with, uh, you know, people to take pictures of the belt and everybody that was coming up to being like, when's impact wrestling coming, when's impact wrestling coming, when's impact wrestling coming. And of course, over the years, prior to that social media, you see it pop up all the time. Fans clamoring for impact wrestling to come to the UK again, because it's been like nearly a decade. And, uh, you know, just being able to return to those crowds that want to see us in the UK that haven't seen us for so long. I think it's gonna be something special.
3: Yeah. Uh, what do you, um, what are you looking forward to about the UK? Any certain uh, traits, quaints? Uh, yeah, just the curiosities that we have in the UK. We're, were an interesting bunch, I guess.
0: No, it's just the crowds. I, I yeah. think it's just because of like football out there, you know, the chants and everything else. Like every crowd I've been in front of in the UK is always something special. It's something different that we get in North America. Like the crowds are hot and ravenous out here as well. But when you get to the UK, it's just something different. Like they're so creative with the ways they involve themselves in the show and those chants and everything. It just makes something. It makes it even more fun for us because pro wrestlers, you know, if there's no fan reaction going on in those matches and stuff like that, the adrenaline goes down a little bit, but out there, you know, the adrenaline's pumped to a hundred and we're just giving everything we got because those crowds are giving us everything.
3: Yeah. Um, what do you make like the UK cuisine, the food over here? I mean, much like Canada,
0: there isn't much to the UK cuisine. I mean, (laughs) breakfast is breakfast is, you know, kind of the staple out there from what I've seen. Uh, I was lucky enough. Uh, I can't remember where my cousin lives, but she lives in some small town outside Manchester, which is known for meat pies. Okay, and you know, she brought me a meat pie, and I I, I had that, and you know, it was pretty good. And I had one also when I was doing my media tour out there in Manchester, and that, that's that's something different, I guess, that we don't really have in Canada. So,
3: yeah, you guys have poutine. That's like that's the killer. You have
0: that. Yeah, everybody that like, travels to Canada is just like, hey, what food do I have to try out here? And I'm like, I don't know, man. We kind of, you know. We, we have a very diverse population, so it's kind of like Jamaican food, Italian food, Chinese food. It's all very good here, but we don't really have Canadian food.
3: <laughs> well, in terms of yourself, obviously back now in Impact, you were, was it a triceps tear that kept you out for four or five months, uh, returned in, in August, uh, just as good as ever. But how was that to deal with when you were coming back? As in, was it just... Was there any trepidation or was it just, no, I trust my body fully? I feel okay? Or do you have to get kind of some of that rust off, I guess?
0: Uh, there was no real rust. It was just, uh, it was a real mental hurdle of being like, am, am I going to be okay? The doctor says I'm fine, but am I fine? Uh, you know what I mean? I have this weird kind of funny bone pain in my elbow to this day that he says I'm gonna to have to deal with for the better part of the next year. It'll just slowly go away over time. But he said, everything was fully healed, but I was feeling that little pinch in my elbow every time I extend my elbow and I was just like, maybe he's wrong, maybe he's wrong. But then, you know, you get in the ring and you forget about all that stuff and the matches I've been able to put on, you know, with Steve Macklin and, other matches that I've had since I've come back, you know, I felt 100% no problem in those matches. So uh, I'm happy to say that all that mental game or mental hurdles are out of the way now. And, uh, you know, I feel like I'm back and I never left the ring, so.
3: Yeah, I mean, the, the Macklin match is great. The uh, Trey Miguel as well, it's uh, just recently aired, Impact 1000. Um, it feels like you've, you've not missed a step. And of course, recently as we're recording this, uh, I don't know if you pay attention to that the PWI 500, the Number 9, the walking weapon. Which, I mean, number nine, cracking the top 10 is good going anyway, but when you miss a couple of months of the um, the evaluation period, I mean, during that run when you're active, though, there's there's the matches with, we've got Kenta, Rich Swan, Bully Ray Moose, uh, even some like Alex Hammerstone, Jacob Batu, people outside the company, Jonathan Gresham, uh, Frank Kazarian. That's, That's something you've got to be proud of, man.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, my inner child that collected those magazines and discovered pro wrestlers by reading those lists, like I didn't know who Akuta Hidaka was when I picked up my first PBI magazine, but I was like, this guy's right pretty high. I'm going to check him out. And then I check him out I'm like this guy's amazing. You know what I mean? Like I, I discovered so many wrestlers just by reading through those lists over the years. And now for me to be number nine, I know that there's fans out there that are going to read through this list and they might not know who I am. They might not tune into Impact Wrestling, but now they might otherwise, you know, tune in just to see what I'm about. And then they'll see what everybody else in the roster is about. And I think we've been all knocking it out of, a par- out of the park as a locker room. So I think it's a great way to, you know, get recognition on not just myself, but the company as a whole.
3: Yeah. I mean, we will get onto the Bound for Glory, uh, you, you match there um, against Alex Shelley and the UK tour, but you mentioned there about some of the people in impact. Um, one of the, the matches you had during that, that I guess evaluation period for, for the PWI rankings, Speedball Mike Bailey for basically, let's say, an hour. it's fifty nine minutes and whatever many seconds in November.
0: Yeah, like fifty two seconds or something. Yeah.
3: Oh, it's like eight eight seconds yeah. short of an hour. It's like just, just to to keep an audience's attention for that that long is just, it's just always gonna be impressive to me, whether it's yourself and obviously Mike Bailey or, or other wrestlers to to keep that attention span of a of a of, a, of an audience. But what a match! Uh, what a talent as well with with Speedball. Obviously, again, he's part of Bound for Glory going up against Will Ospreay, which should be just daft. Uh, We've yeah. saw Mike Bailey. Is it fair to say that someone that has, like, there is no ceiling? This guy can go as far as he wants
0: yeah absolutely I think he's shown that in the past what year and a half he's been in impact wrestling uh and another guy that you know I was like lobbying for heavily for the better part of a year before he got signed with impact wrestling I knew that his band was coming up to travel to the United States which is something that you know kind of put his career on a back burner at least in North America for five years but you know he went out to Japan for DDT he went out and he's like wrestled all over the UK in that time and he stayed active and got even better and yeah, I, I don't. I don't think there's a ceiling on someone like that because I know how much of a student of the game he is, and I know how much he wants to evolve. And you know, when you talk to somebody like Mike Bailey about wrestling, he comes at it from a very like analytical perspective, and mm-hmm. I, it's just something that blows me away. Because for me, much of what I do in wrestling is about feeling. Like I, I try to feel everything I'm doing as a fan, and I, I think Mike Bailey might as well. But he has a very very different approach to how he puts together matches and stuff like that. And we've always had a tremendous chemistry. I don't think we've ever wrestled longer than 20 minutes, but then, you know, when impact wrestling came to us and said, Hey, we want you to go near 60. Uh, you know, we both, you know, I, I think there's, there's people in this business that, you know, would be like, Oh man, I have to go 60 minutes tonight. And then there's people like us who hear that and they go, Oh, hell yeah, we're going 60 minutes tonight because yeah. we know what that means. We, we're, we, we want to be challenged and we want to see if we can rise to the occasion and, you know, putting two guys like that together, I think that that's what make the chemistry that much special or yeah. more special. But well,
3: in, in terms a rise to the occasion. You've got this, this big match bound for glory, Alex Shelley, uh, you've had your, your tag team wars over the years, I believe only one singles match, which obviously you won, uh, how, uh, what can we expect from this against Shelley? Cause he, Again, which what what a legend of the, the business uh, over the last what twenty years, I guess essentially by this point.
0: I, I mean, you can expect much of the same of what the first match was. I think the first match was one of my favorite matches of all time, not just last year. One of my favorite title defenses, just because, you know, again, there's a chemistry between us. Uh, Shelly has been somebody who's been, you know, I I can say a friend. I can say somebody that's helped me a a great deal over the past few years, especially. And like now, you know, to be kind of trading words and coming to blows and just adding a different level to this match than was otherwise added to the emergence match. I think it just makes it that much Better and bigger. And, you know, under the biggest stage Impact Wrestling has in the main event of Our Glory, trying to follow Mike Bailey and Will Ospreay and Trinity and Mickey James and stuff yeah. like that. I, I think it's only going to, you know, put more pressure on us, push our backs against the wall to see if, you know, we can rise to the occasion. And, you know, I, I don't think I'm somebody that's going to back down from any challenge like that. And I really don't think Alex Shelley is either. So it's a recipe for something special.
3: And then, as well as kind of the the elephant in the room of, well, is Chris Saban going to get involved at all? Because you're very familiar with Option C, of course, having cashed in successfully, having fended off Option C. Chris Saban, currently the the current X Division champion for I think the tenth time, that's a match. Maybe people are thinking like, could the Motor City Machine Guns collide with the world title? But you're there in the way of that.
0: I mean, Alex or Chris Saban was the one that whispered Option C in my ear to even give me the idea to you know challenge Christian at the time for the Impact World championship. So it's definitely in the back of my mind that that could be a possibility. You know, you know, Chris Saban's a former world champion in his own right. So we will see. It's tough to say because he's won the X division title 10 times. And every once in a while, you got to, you know, try to break out of that division and do something more because he's done so much there. So I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but uh, hopefully he doesn't because I would really like to settle the score with Alex Shelley one-on-one.
3: Nice, nice. I, I, hopefully, hopefully we get a clean fight. That's all we'll say. Go with the classic crew on that one.
2: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box, and if you break it down, it really comes out to two dollars a manicure, which no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
1: Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and best of all suited to your schedule get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash what culture today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better hel pcom slash what culture
3: uh, obviously we'll get to uh, the UK tour but in terms of to Britain British wrestlers uh why are you away at rehab and recovery and Nick Aldis came and went had a nice brief run there It was a, a really fun run that's something you've never wrestled am I right in thinking and is that somebody you would like to wrestle uh, obviously he's doing what he's doing now and I believe a, a producer tryout with WWE but he still said he's still technically an active wrestler and a damn good one
0: yeah, I would I would definitely embrace it. I've actually wrestled uh Nick Aldous once before right. on a small indie show. I, I challenged for the ten pounds of gold once upon a time before I was signed to Impact Wrestling. And right. uh, you know, it, it was great then and I think it would only be bigger and better now that, you know, I've done these things over the last kind of five years since that match happened and elevated my own name. And, uh, you know, I think I'm one of the best belt bell wrestlers in the world. And to go up against someone like Nick Aldis, who, you know, might not have a world championship anymore, but he definitely considers himself one of the best. I, I think it's just, you know, something that fans want to see. And I think it's something I want to see though.
3: Oh, totally. I mean, if you look at the last what five years ten years I, I you two are up there as to the the great modern era world champions the way you carry yourselves with those respective belts whether it's the impact world title or whether it's the the nwa's world heavyweight title as it was with, with nick um so i mean that's something hopefully we can get at some point uh you but you are like nick was at one point on the magnus you're these days uh the mainstay of impact wrestling we, we've seen Obviously, when you came in, first of all, it was the North with with Ethan Page, which is a great tag team. Uh, but you, before that, you weren't a stranger to singles action. But how was that transition from you from going from such um, uh, a featured tag team act with such prestige to your, obviously, the, the tag team titles to then branching off again as a singles? How was that transition?
0: The transition for like the match stuff wasn't that difficult because like you said, I had a lot, a lot of experience as a singles wrestler, and as Ethan Page. but, uh, you know, it was just weird because the everybody wanted the North still, I feel like people think it ended too soon. Like there was more on the table. Of course there was that rumored match with FTR forever. So like through social media and through, you know, me engaging with fans, you know, you'd always hear of like, I love the North. I, I want the North to come back. Please have the North come back. And I think it took the better part of a year, year and a half until I really got into that world championship run for people to really think, you know, that I could stand on my own two feet and be a single star on my own. So that, that was kind of the tough part to navigate, but, uh, you know, I, I was very lucky. I came to this company. The first few months, I became a tag team champion, and we established ourselves very quickly. And then I I parlayed that straight into an exhibition championship run. That you know, I was very happy with. I, like looking back on it, I wish I it could have gone even longer. But you know, I, I wanted to be a world champion, and I I bet on myself. And we all know how that ended. I ended up becoming a world champion, but losing it fairly soon after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that the whole story we were able to tell from that bound for glory finish all the way to Rebellion when I re- regained the title. I think that's something that really, really helped me, especially in the fans eyes to get to know me as yeah. a pro wrestler, not, not just the guy that you see in the ring, putting on these marquee matchups. So, you know, it, it's all been for a purpose. And I think now coming back from injury, going back for the world championship, I think there's more stories to be told and I'm really excited for the future.
3: Yeah. I, I think you, you talk about that to me. It's like I would have to see more from the north, but, it's it's a sign. It's a good sign that people miss that tag team because I mean, if you guys weren't any good, nobody would have missed it. It's like everything has to. Everything yeah. has to end. If if the I, I would have loved the Heart Foundation to carry on forever, but if there's no Heart Foundation breakup, then there's no Bret Hart singles run. Uh, so yeah, there's there's always ways to look at it. Um, I mean, you, you mentioned Rebellion there. Uh, something that I, I was going to bring up later, but I bring up now how is that the mini walking weapon it's obviously you got to come out to the ring your son jet in the the full gear the the, the headpiece as well um you got to have the, the big moment there where you got the second world title the, the proper run uh, and then there's also the videos online where obviously your son's giving you a beating and kicking you in the balls uh which is brilliant to watch
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's doing good uh you know he's in second year in school now he's yeah. doing well there uh he's he's asking me to make him another singlet because he's outgrown that other one but uh he's still completely obsessed with uh all things pro wrestling and mainly impact wrestling he gets to travel to all the shows with me he was there this past weekend when we taped in Memphis and yeah he, he it feels like he's part of the entire impact family now you know it might be a little little too much sometimes because I think he feels like he runs the place and can get away with whatever <laughs> he wants. But, uh, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna pull down on the reins a little bit and, uh, yeah, but it, he's very lucky man. I, I could, I just couldn't imagine being five years old and being able to get in a ring with all the people yeah. he's been in the ring with, you know what I mean? Like hopefully he grows up and he's still a wrestling fan. So he can appreciate all this stuff because for me, I didn't touch a wrestling ring. until I was 18 years old. And I had to pay someone to be able to do that to get into a training center. So, you know, just, just to know that as a wrestling fan he has grown up in this i think it's going to be that much more special i'm so happy i get to share it with him
3: brilliant uh, yeah like you said you have to pay for this he's doing it for free that's doesn't he have to pay <laughs> yeah. i mean that guy's living the dream yeah. <laughs> uh, you talk about how he's a fan of impact and like i mentioned at the beginning impact for me for the last couple of years has been the most consistent product uh out there it's it's just been like I said, every division, every title uh, conversation, uh, every title picture, uh, it's, um, it's, it's been killing it. But with yourself, because wrestling is, it's always in a state of flux. I mean, right now we've got uh, Jay Cargill just signed with WWE. CM Punk is a free agent. Um, the rumors of Edge going to AEW or doing something different. There's always, everything's always spinning. But would you consider yourself right now, do you think that you'll be a, an impact lifer or is that maybe somewhere down the line, you're thinking, I'd like to try a a little run in New Japan. I'd like to maybe see what what AEW can can offer. Uh, I'd like to see maybe what WWE can offer.
1: I
0: I mean, I'm not really thinking about it because it would just stress me out, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, I, I know how I have much longer left here in Impact Wrestling on my current deal, and I'm very happy here. I've been the flag bearer here for a little while. That's kind of been the unofficial title put on me, especially when we do these media things and stuff like that. And I'm happy to do it because I was a fan at 15 years old and I ordered that very first pay-per-view and I never missed a pay-per-view after that because, you know, this, this company introduced me to all these wrestlers that inspired me to get in the ring in the first place. And Mm -hmm. I I think, you know, I owe this company a little bit for doing that because I don't think there would be a Josh Alexander if there was never a TNA on Wednesday nights. That's just the way it breaks down. And, uh, you know it, it just comes to the time whenever the time comes that i have to look at what i've done in this wrestling industry as a whole and impact wrestling as a whole and see if there's anything more i can do or if i'm valued and if i'm not then you know it's maybe time to try something else and try to achieve something else because i always want to be challenged i always want to keep Progressing. If I if I'm stagnant, that's when I become miserable, and that's just the way my personality is. So, right now, I'm I'm super challenged. I want to get that Impact World Championship back, and I'm trying to not think about everything else because it'll just cloud my cloud my mind and stress me out a little bit.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, you mentioned there about how you are like the figurehead now. You are Mister Impact in that way. You're you're the one who's got the company on their shoulders, not not to uh, disrespect anybody else there, but the media calls and whatever, and th- th- now a two-time former world champion. And I guess in a way, the way you position yourself and carry yourself and the way you work reminds a lot of people of, say, Kurt Angle, which I mean, that's quite high praise. And uh, that's someone that's pretty decent to be compared to. Uh, is that somebody that I guess you looked up to when you were starting, to, obviously, Kurt didn't come into it to what 2006, five, uh, four, even. Uh, but yes, was that somebody that kind of inspired you? Would say a Kurt Angle,
0: yeah. And it was like, I, I when I watched things as a wrestling fan, I didn't really. I didn't really buy into the big characters like i was really into the in-ring product like my favorites were eddie guerrero and kurt angle and like the list can go on from there but the reason I, i gravitated so much to kurt angle was because of the legitimacy of everything he did every time he stepped foot in the ring i didn't question anything he was doing and when i became a pro wrestler and when i started like trying to hone my skills you know in those early years i really wanted to establish that when you see me do something in the ring there's no question on whether or not it's real or not like i'm suspending disbelief the entire time and that was 100 percent kurt angle's intensity and his ability to just go 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 and Now, like the the biggest compliment I've ever received was from people that have been in the ring with Kurt Angle, and then they've been in the ring with me and they've come back and been like, man, you're just like that guy, you do not stop, you just move forward the entire time. And, you know, some people don't enjoy that. But that's just the way I'm built. Like I have this motor to keep going. And it, it was definitely inspired by watching Kurt Angle just have this like endless gas tank and be able to keep going nonstop and you know, bring that intensity from minute one through minute 30 of whatever match he was in
3: yeah that's i mean it's it's one thing for us fans to, to say that guy's got a lot of similarities to Kurt Angle but like to hear that from you your peers in terms of what you bring in the ring man that's like that's gonna be the, the highest of highest compliments i'm uh, keeping an eye on the clock here because i'm very aware of, of time but i guess as you kind of the de facto Mr. Impact that that flag bearer would CM Punk be welcome in, in an Impact Wrestling locker room CM Punk yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't think you can question like the guy's star power his ability to get eyes on a product or a company Uh, I saw Bully Ray recently say the exact same thing out in the media and stuff like that and like you know you can say whatever you want but i wasn't in those locker rooms seeing what happened or transpired over the drama of everything that has unfortunately occurred since his return but uh you know i know who i am as a professional and an individual in this company and this business as a whole and i i think that i would work synergistically with a guy just like cm punk of course we're both bret hart fans so that might help but you know i would love the opportunity to get in a ring with him have a program with him you know in impact wrestling or
3: anywhere else um and to swing things back to uh to Battle for Glory as we start to wrap this up, of course, you challenging Alex Shelley for the uh the Impact World title that you've never, never lost. So, I mean, obviously Josh Alexander's gonna win, but if if for some reason Alex Shelley keeps on a hold of that title, what then is next for for Josh? As in you never lost the belt, but then if you come up short in your quest for it, I mean what, what's that's, next then?
0: That's kind of like I lost it finally. Yeah. Um yeah. I don't, I don't know. I haven't really thought too far past that because, you know, of course I have to think that I'm going to win it now and, you know, (laughs) realize this dream of, you know, extending that run. But, uh. Yeah, I think back in, you know, the X division championship, like I said, you know, I wish that could have been longer and that's a division that inspired me to become a pro wrestler. Maybe I'll go back down to the X division and, you know, try my head of that because I, I, like I got step foot in the ring with someone like Trey Miguel recently at impact 1000. Like I, I embrace fully getting in the ring with guys that wrestle that style and showing that, you know, me at 225 pounds, I can move just as fast as any of them and, you know, keep up. So that, that's something that would be nice for me, but, uh, yeah, I haven't really thought about it too much,
4: to Maybe. be
3: honest. If you go into the X Division, man, just don't be doing any of that Elix Skipper stuff. Like, just, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I couldn't
0: if I wanted to. I couldn't if I wanted to. So. Um,
3: and just to, to, to wrap up on the, the UK tour then, uh, it's it's four nights. It's, it's Glasgow, it's Newcastle. It's it's two nights in commentary on the 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th of October. So literally, what, four, four days removed? Uh, five days removed sorry from bound for glory uh so i guess we can uh our fans in the uk can see a lot of uh fall over a lot of spill out i don't know what the term is i'm looking for from bound for glory
0: yeah yeah absolutely you'll know whether i'm a world champion or not alex shelley is going to be on the tour so he might have that world championship one way or another you're gonna have the impact world champion there you're gonna have the knockouts champion there probably uh you know you get to see some you know local uk stars subculture is going to be there joe henry is going to be there leon slater was just announced for that tour who's young up and comer with that swanton 450 that blew me away last february and months. uh yeah. in manchester when i was there and i'm very happy he's on the card so you know oh, i'm embracing you know coming over to the uk get in front of those fans and hopefully i can step foot in the ring with some of these guys
3: yeah, hopefully so. And a very, very final question, something that was announced this week is that uh, gut checks returning for uh, two tryouts as part of the UK tour. Uh, what are your advice for for any hopefuls are looking to uh, to get a developmental deal with Impact?
0: Uh, my, my whole thing with, you know, with young wrestlers that ask me what to do and I just say the best thing I can say is work as hard as possible. Look around, see who's working and then work harder than them. Come in there with an open mind, keep your eyes and ears open and your mouth shut and just do the best you very... Very possibly can. and I'm, look, I'm going to be watching Gut Check because, you know, whoever wins that is going to come over to the school, but I'm the head coach of Canada Wrestling here in Windsor, Ontario for six months, and then we're going to see what they have, and if they have what it takes, they're going to get an Impact Wrestling contract, so uh, I think it's a recipe for something very special. You know, you get a lot of up-and-coming wrestlers that are very hungry, and I think that's something that inspires wrestlers that are already in the business in our locker room to see people that are hungry and want to get in a position like we're in, and you know, it, it just helps everybody involved, so I, I'm excited to see it. I hope we Get a really good turnout of young perspe- prospects out there and uh I'm, I'm ready to see who the best is in the uk
3: brilliant um just uh to, to close things out how can people keep up in uh, up to date with you on on the socials and josh
0: i am just twitter and instagram at walking underscore weapon and anything impact wrestling whether you want tickets see events or anything else just go to impactwrestling.com
3: brilliant so bound for glory on saturday the 21st and the uh, 20 20- Fifth, six, seventh, eight. No, 6th, 7th, seventh, eighth, ninth is the UK tour. Um, brilliant. Uh, hopefully, we'll get along to some of those shows as well. Possibly Coventry uh, and, and get to catch me in, in person. But thank you so much for giving up uh, so much time, Josh. All the best for Bath Glory, uh, and all the best for the UK tour.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?